Welcome to the Awakening Women podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Oten, and for about the past seven years, I've been a practicing holistic counselor and coach, guiding women to their empowerment, wellness, and wholeness through my holistic counseling and transformation methods. On this podcast, we go deep into self-empowerment, conscious growth, and breaking free from emotionally painful relationships. Think of this as your weekly dose of empowerment and personal growth. We will explore conscious evolution, emotional intelligence, getting in touch with those deeper parts of our being, as well as psychology and relationship discussion. I can't wait to get started, so let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're talking about 10 signs of healthy love. This was a request from someone in my ETC and Awakening Women community. Um, Obviously she knows very much so in and out the unhealthy aspects. Um, And so she had this idea of, can you share some signs of healthy love so we know what, what the difference is. And so I'm going to be diving more into this inside of ETC as well as knowing the red flags and knowing what to watch for if you are planning to get into another relationship at any point or if you're leaving the one you're in or, um, you know, just for your own growth and awareness to understand because when we can understand, then we can make sense of it in our brains, in our psyche, and then we can um, move on from it. What we don't understand often becomes something we ruminate over and over and over and over about. Um, So the purpose of sharing this with you is if we know what we don't want, right? So this is perfectly in line with the law of attraction and metaphysical teachings around if you want something, you have to focus on what you want, not just what you don't want. And so the reason why I decided I was going to do this is because this is in alignment with what I believe is that We do need to move from focusing on all that's wrong and then shift into, well, what does the other side of that look like? What do I actually want? And I do a lot of this inside of the program where I have my clients do their visioning and what it is that they want. So this is going to be fun to record. So I'm excited. So I came up with 10. Now, of course, there are books written on healthy love. There are, you know, you can get all kinds of books on that. But what I wanted to do was boil it down from my own experience, my own awarenesses that I had to come to from experiencing these dynamics in relationships to know now what it actually feels like and what it should feel like. Because as many of you, you maybe don't have any experience of what that is. You might think that what is going on is kind of normal or that it's all your fault. So we're going to dive into the 10 signs and what I want you to do as you're listening is to ask yourself if this is something that is present in your relationship or it's the absolute opposite of that. And if the further you are away from these things being at least somewhat in your reality, that is the, you know, to the extent of how unhealthy it actually is. So before we can move into the rebuilding phase, if that means in the relationship or uh, if you've left the relationship and you're trying to rebuild yourself and perhaps open up to the idea of another relationship at some point, you obviously need to know what does that look like? What is healthy? Um, So not so much going into the red flags. We're just talking about what does healthy, nurturing love feel like? And also, sorry, one other thing is this is 
based on the fact that those that have used it are listening have experienced narcissistic abuse and emotional abuse. So I'm speaking more to you. So number one is having healthy love with a healthy person doesn't feel confusing. You're not always ruminating, analyzing, making meanings, trying to figure out what he's doing, what he means, what he said, is what he said actually what he means? And does he mean actually what he just said? And he's saying this, but he's doing that. And I'm so confused and I don't know what he means or what I even want anymore or what I need. You just feel literally crazy. You feel confused. You feel like you don't know what end is up. You are spending a lot of time and energy trying to figure out what he means, if he's being honest, if he's lying, if he's manipulating, if he's actually, if he loves you, if he cares, if he wants the relationship, if he doesn't. So the other side to that is that you know where you stand. There's no confusion. It's just, it is what it is. It's you feel at peace. If there's anything you're not sure of, it gets cleared up pretty quick with a conversation. You're not spending hours and hours every day trying to figure out what is actually happening. You're not spending hours and hours every day ruminating about past conversations and having that, those kind of conversations with yourself where you're having those racing thoughts and the racing mind that doesn't stop. Healthy love does not do that to you. So as soon as you find yourself going into obsession about what he's doing or conversations you've had and you're just spinning the conversation, that is a very big red flag, by the way. The second one is you don't have to question what he meant. So everything that is being said, it's clear, it's direct. You're able to clean up miscommunications. If one said something that hurt the other, it, you bring it up and it's cleared and it's apologized for and the person takes takes back what they said and it, it's cleared. They take ownership and you don't have to always guess what they meant. Like what they say is, is you can be like, okay, well, that's what he meant. There's none of this. Did he really mean this? Or did he really mean that? There's, there's none of that. And if you've been in a relationship or a string of relationships like this, that's your reality where you're constantly trying to decode what he meant. What a waste of time and energy, right? And when you're doing this, what are you doing to take care of you? That's the whole thing is these toxic relationships take you away from yourself. Number three is you completely trust your partner. There is none of this feeling the need to check up. You don't have that sinking gut feeling like there's something going on or that there's something that he's hiding or he's not being truthful. There's a complete trust. There's no suspicion. You're not feeling like you need to put a tracker on his phone and check his emails and log into his phone and all that stuff. You just have that sense of trust and ease. The fourth one is... Your feelings, views, and values are respected and heard. So you can have differing views and values, and he's not trying to mow you over with what his beliefs and values are. That you can both have opposing beliefs and opinions and values, but you can still respect the others and understand that they're entitled to their point of view as well. The fifth one is that there is a healthy give and take. And you probably heard that relationships are 50-50 or relationships are 100-100. Well, I believe that the 100-100 part comes from that we are both giving 100% of our best self based on the day, right? Because there's going to be times when maybe you're not as well or maybe you're unwell or you're stressed or you're dealing with something that happened to you or vice versa, something on his end is happening. And so the other one has to kind of make up for that difference for a limited period of time. Um, to support 
the partner through that adversity or something that's happening, something they're going through or health issues they're going through. Um, so sometimes one is giving a higher percentage, but overall it balances out where it doesn't feel like it's completely lopsided where one is giving, 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 giving and draining and depleting themselves and they're not receiving anything back. So there's healthy give and take. Uh, number six is that your life is better because they're in it, not more chaotic and stressful and anxiety provoking. You actually look forward to spending time with them and look forward when they're coming home instead of feeling anxious, feeling the dread, knowing that they're coming home if they've been away. I've heard this so many times in my community with women who have partners that work away or that are in the military that their spouses are gone and they've taken the ETC program while they've been away and then having anxiety about what they're going to deal with when he comes back because they're able to actually feel themselves when their spouse is not around. And so that's a really big red flag, by the way. Um, but you know, a healthy relationship is that your life is better because that your person is in it. It's not made worse. It's not more work for you. It's not stressful and bringing more, more, um, strife into your life. And number seven is that you, you're two whole people, or at least you're both on the journey to wholeness. You're both doing your own work to creating your own wholeness and wellness. And that includes your mental wellness. And that includes your physical, spiritual, all those things. You're both doing those things in your own way to continue to move the needle forward and evolve and show up as whole as you can show up within yourself without needing the other person to complete you. That you are not trying to get anything from that person because you're able to give it to yourself. So they're there to enhance that not the source of it. And that is where these codependent relationships come into play because codependent uh, people, I was going to say women, but it can go either way, but codependent women specifically, they are looking for their partner to meet all of their needs and their happiness and well-being and peace and all of that. They place that on their partner that it's, you know, they're giving their power to their partner saying, if you're being good to me and you're treating me well and you're being this way and that way and all these things, then I can be happy. When you are not doing all those things and you're being however you're being, it completely destroys me and I can't even function. That's codependent. So you're not having those big highs and lows and swings back and forth, back and forth. You're not looking for completion through the other. You feel pretty whole and pretty complete. The person, your partner enhances that though. And the next one is your feelings matter. When you're hurt, they want to help you to feel better in any way that they can. <clears throat> and they're not the cause of your hurt. That's the, the big key here is that if you're in a relationship like this, 99% of the time, they're trying to comfort you from things that they did to you. So you're upset by their treatment and then they swing back around to comfort you and you start to realize, you know, the only time I'm actually upset and feeling this way is because of how he treats you, right? You, may, you might be thinking those thoughts, right? So really looking at like, so when I am upset, what's going on and is he the cause of it most of the time? Of course, some things can happen in relationships where there's upset or hurt feelings, but if the pattern is, is that 99% of the time you are upset or just beside yourself in trauma, anxiety, 
you know, intense emotion and it's because of something he did and then he's coming in to try and comfort you, that's kind of different, right? In a healthy relationship, that's not happening other than maybe on a very rare occasion. So that is that the your feelings matter when you're hurt. They want to make you feel better and they're not the cause of the hurt. And lastly, you want the other's success, happiness, and well-being as much as you want your own, as much as you want it for yourself. You want that for the other and that this is all reciprocal, by the way, everything I shared here is reciprocal, that this is just basically some basic, as I call it, basic shit of a healthy relationship. This is just basic. This isn't even going deep into like having a really deep and conscious relationship and choosing the conscious way or having a growth oriented relationship. This is the basics of building something meaningful and strong. This isn't rocket science. And if these things are missing, it's time to ask yourself, what's what's going on here? And, you know, if you want to, you know, you have things that you want to do in your life, but you are struggling and you're feeling like you can't get the success, joy, happiness, well-being and health that you desire. Are you handing that power away to your partner to be the source of those things? And if that is the case, that is where your work lies. It starts with you within. And that is the premise of the End the Cycle program. That's the premise of my work. And it always has been my premise of my work, no matter what I was helping a client with in my counseling practice, always about coming back to self, coming back to self. What's true for you? What feels true for you? What feels good to you? What feels repulsive to you? Like really tap in to how you feel. So I guess for a bonus point is healthy love, you can feel it. You don't feel on edge and anxious and unsure. You feel more at peace. You feel safe. You feel heard. You feel seen. Those are basics of healthy love. And if you are in a relationship with an abusive person, those things are probably non-existent depending on the severity of things. So that's it for this episode. These are my 10 signs of healthy love for you to know what to compare to and what to reach for, whether you're working on this relationship that you're in or when you, or if you're looking toward the future of another possible relationship, the work still has to be done within you because leaving one situation for another without doing the work in between, you will likely end up in a similar situation. So it's important to do that inner work. All right, that's it for this episode. I will chat with you again soon. Take care. Oops, wait before you go. I just wanted to remind you that we start the three-day Own Your Power Bootcamp inside of the Awakening Women Support Group on Facebook on Monday. So that is the 16th of March coming up in less than a week. If you want to join a group of women who are committed to owning their power in their relationship and getting clarity and finding more of their own inner peace inside of a chaotic relationship dynamic, you're going to want to make sure that you are inside that bootcamp. Check out the details. The link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I'm so grateful that you chose to tune in and take the time to be part of this movement and this message. 
If you'd like to join a community of awakening women, I invite you to join our private Facebook community for career and entrepreneurial women who are working on breaking free emotionally from unhealthy and stressful relationship dynamics in their life. The other thing that I would recommend is that you follow me on Instagram at Awakening Women. And lastly, if you love this episode and this show has served you, please take a moment right now and leave a rating and review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. And I'll speak with you again in the next episode. Take care.